community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free. Intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Your air conditioning system has to survive to the hot summer season. Do you know if it's ready? The best way to find out is to call Burkhart today. A quick tune-up from Burkhart's team of professional technicians will give you the peace of mind you're looking for this summer. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to a quick tune-up of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhart. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhart. Visit Burkhart today at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there on this beautiful Monday afternoon here in Old New Orleans. You listen to 106 FM Nash Icon. You can listen live to this program on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1. Also, uh, you can check out the podcast on the uh, Anchor 
platforms, along with Apple, Spotify, Google, you name it. Again, uh, we post that after each and every show for you. So if you missed any of the program, you could pick it up where you left off. Or again, those that are living out of town uh, that want to give have a chance to be able to hear the program, they get a shot each and every evening uh, after the show has concluded on one of, again, uh, these great um, podcasting platforms. At Eric underscore Asher is the um, Twitter uh, feed. And, of course, Eric Asher is the um, Facebook page. EricAsher.com is where you can uh, listen live. Uh, Also, again, check out all the previous episodes of the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Today on the program, Larry Holder is our only guest on a Monday. He will join us at 5.30. We'll get the post-modem on uh, when I'm with the Saints and LSU with him. Uh, looking forward to that. Of course, Larry Holder from The Athletic. Saints with a big win yesterday, 21-16 over the Atlanta Falcons. Not so much for the uh, LSU uh, Tigers as they go down to the Alabama Crimson Tide, 55-17, to an historic loss for the program. Uh, Tulane rebounds. Uh, winning season for the Greenies. Congratulations to Willie Fritz and the Green Wave. It's not what was, um, it's not what was uh, expected. Uh, when you look at what could have been. And, and look, I, again, I don't want to continue to be able to pound on what happened earlier in the season, but this is a different record, okay? This is a different record if, if you beat SMU, who is ranked, and you beat Tulsa, that's ranked. I will give the team a lot of credit coming back uh, off that Tulsa loss to be able to be have an impressive uh, win over, again, a team that has had their number. Uh, 35 to 21 winners over Memphis on Saturday at Yeoman, and now again they'll be going to a bowl. And you got to feel pretty good about Tulane. Uh, the one thing is you're losing Will Hall now. Uh, you can see the strides that Michael Pratt has made uh, just under the tutelage of, of, of Will Hall uh, this year. He is going to be a huge loss for this team. You know, hopefully again we'll, we'll see a situation with the new OC coming in that the the quarterbacks will continue to progress because we saw the progression with Michael Pratt. He is a legit. Uh, Division One quarterback. When you look at the defense on the defensive side of the balls for the Greenies, uh, this is one of those ones when you look at it, you say, man, you, you, you win those two games against SMU and Tulsa, you're probably ranked, okay? You're probably, again, 25th right up in there. And, uh, again, it's a whole different review going into the bowl season. Uh, the one thing you look at is this defense, for the most part, a, a lot of the stars on this defense, they're going to be gone. Either they're going to the NFL or they're going to be graduating. So it'll be a little bit different next year for, for this team when you start talking about how they look defensively. Uh, but, again, you like the way that they played and they rebounded and, and they and they hung tough uh, when you talk about this Tulane team. Tulane, again, winning season uh, for the Green Wave and now waiting on their, on their bowl invitation. Uh, the Pelicans have started training camp. Uh, they um, uh, started yesterday with, again, uh, team workouts. Uh, from what we understand, uh, because the media is not invited in, into the facility, uh, that uh, Stan Van Gundy started off, again, doing what? Preaching defense. They worked on defense, 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 defense. Can I say, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, again, uh, hopefully that will trans, uh, translate into uh, what we'll see in the regular season, which is coming up on us quick. December the, uh, the, the uh, 22nd uh, is when the NBA season opens. December the 23rd, the Pelicans are at the Miami Heat opening up their season. So, again, uh, uh, good news on the Pelicans' front. Also, again, I, I mentioned this on Friday. I don't know how many people saw the, the, the picture of Zion Williamson that is being uh, put out by the um, uh, media relations department for the New Orleans Pelicans, but the dude is skinny. I mean, has lost a ton of weight, okay, a ton of weight. 
And, uh, again, he has no limitations right now on him in practice. So that's the good news. Uh, you're going to have to have him full go along with, again, the rest of the team uh, in order for the Pelicans to be able to challenge for a playoff spot. Look, I'm saying it right now. I'm saying it on December the 7th, 2020. This team is a playoff team. This team doesn't get to the playoffs. Again, it means injuries or, again, another team that didn't reach its potential. And, look, I know the West is tough. Okay, there's no doubt about it. And the West got tougher in this offseason and can still get tougher again as we get to the uh, as we get into the trading deadline. And, you know, teams will start jockeying for position. But on paper right now, this team is good enough to get to the playoffs, in my opinion. We'll see again how that plays out uh, once they hit the hardwood uh, in late December. Uh, in political news, Jason Williams defeated Kiva Landrum in the, in the New Orleans District Attorney's race. We'll talk about that a little bit later on the program. And a message was sent to City Hall and Mayor LaToya Cantrell this weekend. All four tax renewals that, was, that were going to be repurposed by the Cantrell administration all were defeated. Again, a lot of misinformation by the Cantrell administration, a lot of dishonesty with the Cantrell administration on, again, how these Texas taxes were going to be used, what was going to be happening. Basically, it was open-ended for the, for, the, um, for the Cantrell administration to repurpose these taxes. And, uh, again, the people in this city were smart enough to be able to see through it. Uh, a lot of the uh, groups out there that, that, are, that are very, very active in, in, in politics here, here in our city uh, saw right through it. Uh, I got to give a credit to, to again the the most underrated news source in this city, and I'll tell you right now, hands down, the most underrated news source in this city is the Lens. Okay, the Lens is spectacular. The Lens breaks stories. The Lens doesn't do they do investigative reporting, and the Lens has been all over these tax renewals uh, from again the the. Uh, the repurposing of the French Quarter Security District taxes, which I talked about extensively on this program, from economic development to library taxes, they've been all over it. And uh, if you want to find out what's happening to, to, uh, in New Orleans, you need to, again, subscribe to The Lens. Uh, the Lens is, a, is a, again, a nonprofit. They need uh, donations in order to keep themselves going, and they do an excellent job in holding leaders accountable uh, in, in our city. And, and uh, I'll tell you right now, if you have not checked out The Lens, uh, you don't know what you're missing in, in terms of, again, keeping up what's going on uh, with what's happening in the city, especially when it comes to politics, your money, etc. cetera. Uh, they're all over it. Uh, Taysom Hill yesterday with uh, another good game. Uh, we'll talk about Taysom Hill a little bit later on in the program. Also, again, we'll get a little bit deeper into, into what happened yesterday with the, um, uh, the Saints in Atlanta, as well as, again, Alabama LSU and, of course, uh, uh, the, the big win by Tulane, giving them a winning season o- over Memphis. All that coming up here on, on the program. want to remind everybody, again, uh, about my good friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. We're on that yo-yo now. So from, again, air conditioning over the weekend to, again, uh, heat, and then now you're back at heat again. Uh, so if you're looking for a company you can trust, have them come in and at least, again, do an inspection and a cleaning of your systems. Uh, that's a good start for, for, for you with my friends over at Burkhart because you're going to find out immediately, again, they are who I say they are. Uh, again, the attention to detail, honesty, reliability, uh, Nate certified technicians, and treating your home like their home, which, again, is one of the main things out there. Uh, you want, uh, you want to, like, I don't know the inner workings of my air conditioning system, my heating system. I have to rely on a professional. I relied on John Burkhart and his, and his staff since 1989. Uh, when we've owned a home, they've handled our air conditioning and heating system. When I've been involved, again, with properties, whether it be commercial or residential, they've handled it all. Why? Again, they do what they say they're going to do. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, that's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. 
All right, let's uh, let's jump into it uh, when we talk about the Saints um, and what what happened yesterday. And not just yesterday. Overall, look, we tend to take winning for granted around here these days. Okay, when it comes to the Saints, look, last week week they clinched a winning season. Okay, without any fanfare, we didn't really talk a lot about it last week. Okay, okay, winning season. It's almost as as if it was expected. This week they clinch a playoff berth. And, again, it solidified a chance at the number one seed. Kind of ho-hum celebration, right? Okay. Now, let me say this. Uh, a generation ago, this city would have been going nuts. Absolutely nuts. This city would have been bananas. They were in a static. Okay. Uh, about, again, the about the winning season, a playoff berth, and, 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 and a number one seed. Now, that's now the norm here in this city. It's what's expected of, of the Saints organization. A generation ago. You sweep Atlanta, and, and I'm telling you, that's front-page news, okay? The Falcons get swept by the Saints a generation ago, and people are going bonkers, okay, in this town, loving every minute of it uh, for the front-running Falcons. Uh, I, now, yesterday, again, well, again, it was just now expected, expected to be able to sweep the Falcons. Yesterday, it was the Falcons' Hail Mary attempt at the end of the game, Right? I watched not one but two Big Bens, okay, when, when Atlanta, again, breaking the hearts of Saints fans. I watched the Browns Hail Mary on, on, Halloween, day, on Halloween Day, okay, uh, in the Superdome. I watched a long list of, of inept football grabbing the, 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 the defeat from the jaws of victory, okay? I've seen it over and over again. But now, when, when you look at where we are, no longer is this fan base about, again, just a winning season, uh, about sweeping the Atlanta Falcons, uh, about getting a playoff berth. Now it's about winning Super Bowls, okay? And this organization, and, uh, when it, under, under Peyton, and you've got to say Breeze as well, under Peyton and Breeze, if I'm going to be honest, have come up short in that department. And look, I, I'm the, one of the only ones, if not the one, and definitely was the first one in this, in, in this market to point that out. When everybody else was shuddering and, 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 again, unwilling to be able to, to, again, say it as it was, that this team has underachieved, and it has. It's underachieved when you talk about the amount of this team has had and, and, and a Hall of Fame quarterback, first battle Hall of Fame quarterback to have one Super Bowl championship, it's an underachievement. Okay, they've come up short in the Super Bowl department, only winning one, leaving at least four on the table, at least four. But here we are again. This year's defense is, again, playing championship-caliber defense in the regular season. When you look at the offensive line, and look, they did a lot in the, in the offseason to upgrade that offensive line. I've talked about Hurst coming in, what he has done. Uh, Nick Easton brought in last year, again, how he's helped. This offensive line now, again, is, has some depth, and, and, and again, it's strong when you talk about uh, the first team. But last year, when you look at the offensive line, incredible in the, in the regular season, but disintegrated in the playoffs, okay? This team is dominating once again in the, in, in, in the regular season when it comes to the offensive line. Last year it was Teddy Bridgewater taking over for an injured Breeze and going undefeated. This year it's Taysom Hill taking over for, for Breeze, an injured Breeze, going undefeated thus far. The special teams, best in the league, okay, and have been for a while now. It was a few years ago, and, and I remember remarking about it on this program that the special teams were costing this team, and all of a sudden, again, we see a, a, a different um, uh, a different dynamic when it came to the special teams. Peyton went out and got the best special teams coach, not coach, but coaches in a lot of cases. 
Uh, he went out and got kicking coaches. He did whatever he could to be able to upgrade the special teams. And then he started drafting, again, bringing in undrafted free agents specifically for special teams, bringing in free agents specifically to play the special teams. And it's paid dividends for this team. It's the best special teams in the league. And then when you talk about the coaching staff as a whole, okay, it has the reputation of being among the best. With that said, here we go again. Another undefeated October and November. Now we're fading into December and January. And the Saints have something to prove. And they do, okay? Because I could talk about, again, going back a generation for, uh, uh, ago, where, again, people were excited when you just had a winning season. People were, were excited when you, when you swept the Falcons. People were excited that you got a playoff berth. Are you kidding me? It's no longer like that anymore, okay? We've seen these undefeated October and Novembers that fade into December and January only to fizzle out. They need to prove that this gaudy regular season record they've amassed under Peyton and Breeze uh, can now be turned into another Lombardi trophy. And that's the bottom line here. This generation of Saints fans only know only regular season domination, but they also know unreached potential and heartache when it comes to playoff wins and Super Bowl champions. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. This organization, the way it is today, unlike the Pelicans, okay, which we hope that, again, they will ascend to that one day, this organization, at this point, under Peyton, under Breeze, is all about Super Bowl championships. So we can talk about, again, all the fanfare of how great it is to have a winning season, how great it is, again, to, to be in the, in the Catbird seed, the number one seed right now, uh, to be already be qualified for the playoffs, the first team in the NFL this season to qualify for the playoffs. We've seen this. We've had this song and dance before. We've also, again, seen this team dominate within the regular season with undefeated Octobers and Novembers. It doesn't mean anything unless you're standing on that podium in early February holding up that Lombardi Trophy. And for again, for this team, for this organization, for this day and time, for this generation of Saints fans, that's the end-all, be-all. That's the ultimate goal. And anything less, honestly, is like, the old, is like it was old school, where, again, try and try again, but always come up, uh, come up a little bit short. Hopefully, this is a team that can get over the hump. We're going to find out a lot over the next couple weeks. Okay, the regular season is pretty much in the bag right now. When you look at again what's left on the schedule, yes, again you got Kansas City, you got a, you got an ascending Minnesota team, you got a few teams in there uh, that could give the Saints some trouble. But at the end of the day, right now they they are in there in, in, in the in a position to have the number one seed and get that first round by. This year, when it comes to the, again the seeding because of uh, because of COVID nineteen, we're not going to have a full Superdome. There was a lot of talk early in the season that there might be a possibility that, again, we may see a bubble. That looks like that's not going to happen now, okay? But, again, teams will be playing at home. It'd be nice, again, that the Saints don't have to travel a lot. But with that said, it comes down to focus. Focus in the month of December. Focus in the month of January leading into early February to win a championship. Anything less than Super Bowl or bus is a failure for this team. Yeah, we can bask in the glow of another victory over the Atlanta Falcons. And you can bask in the glow of, again, what, what has happened again with another October-November running with an undefeated team. But it don't mean anything unless you win a Super Bowl. That's where we are with the New Orleans Saints now. That's the expectation. Like it or not, it's Super Bowl or bust. All right, we take a break. When we come back, we are going to continue our conversation. We'll talk a little bit about Taysom Hill. We'll get into LSU as well. We'll talk about what happened with the elections over the weekend. All that coming up on our program. Uh, Larry Holder will join us at 5.30 this afternoon. I'm your host, Derek Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans.
This report is sponsored by Walgreens. Walgreens gets you the cough and cold must-haves you need in as little as 30 minutes. That's faster and easier than ever before. Walgreens. Restrictions apply to 30-minute pickup. See walgreens.com slash pickup for details. Delays remain solid if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection coming into the city from Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. Also delays are steady on 10 eastbound from just past the Legion Fields to the high rise. And on the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are from just past, just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson. On the east bank and west bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come cool off this summer and check out all the games on our 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. until 2 a.m. Happy hour Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe. Home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher. Once again, talking about my good friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Have you heard these honeydew complaints? Honey, did you fix the AC? Honey, the house is hot again. Honey, the AC bill is more than our mortgage. It's time to turn those honeydews into honeyduns. When it comes to replacing your AC system, I recommend Burkhardt. For over 30 years, Burkhardt has provided quality, affordable air conditioning replacement systems. Ask about special financing as low as $149 a month. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com for more information. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Ray Stovall Plumbing, Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 
Today's program brought to you by our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. Uh, now's the time to do an insurance checkup. Whether you're a homeowner or a business owner, you want to make sure, again, you got the proper insurance that protects you, your family, and your business. Uh, at Dave Miet Insurance, they will search over 50 companies uh, to get the best coverage for you. And, of course, accessibility. Uh, the ability to call your insurance, insurance agent and get him on the phone immediately. 504-556-0809. Write to uh, Dave's cell number. Okay? Whether you're talking to a, um, his secretary and you need him immediately, they will get him immediately for you. It's about customer service. And, of course, at Dave Miet Insurance's website, it truly is a one-stop shop for all your insurance needs. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. Whether you're a contractor, professional, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a property owner, whether you're looking for general liability, professional liability, builder's risk, workman's comp, commercial property, automobile coverage for commercial business customers, or, again, the homeowner, or, again, maybe you're, you're a property owner that, uh, that has apartments or condos, call my friend at Dave Miet Insurance. Let him do an insurance checkup for you. He could save you money. One thing you're definitely going to have is Dave will have your back. That is Dave Miet Insurance, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S, agency.com. I'll give my man Dave a call at 504-556-0809. All right, Taysom Hill, what have we learned over the last three weeks? Well, we learned he can dominate the Atlanta Falcons. We know that, okay? Look, he played his best football uh, versus Atlanta each time out. And, and look, I'm not going to say he has not progressed because he has progressed as a quarterback. We have seen him progress since day one when he started taking snaps at quarterback in, in preseason games to, again, what he's had, the opportunity he's had this year uh, as, as, the, as, again, the starter when Breeze went down. Okay? Look, he started off shaky, right? First half against Atlanta in the first game, but then he rebounded with an excellent second half. Okay? Had me saying a couple weeks ago, man, this guy's got a chance to maybe be an NFL quarterback. Then comes Denver. Okay? Despite the uh, uh, Peyton falling on the sword for him because of the conservative play calling, Taysom had issues throwing in the tight windows against the Broncos. And we saw the Broncos last night, right, against, against Kansas City. That's a pretty darn good defense. And I talked about that a week ago. And I also talked about Vic Fangio being one of the most creative defensive minds in all of the NFL. And he would have something in store for Taysom. Of course, nobody saw that Denver would not have a quarterback available for that game. Changed everything. No doubt about that. But if you looked at the first couple series against Denver, he had a lot of time, a lot of um, of um, uh, problems throwing in the tight windows. Held the ball too long, ended up getting sacked, etc. Okay, I, I mean I said it. Fangio would have a plan for Taysom, and he did. But I also again said that I thought the Atlanta Falcons would have a plan for Taysom Hill, seeing him a second time and seeing him in real time, something no other team had seen at quarterback. So let's fast forward now to to yesterday. And, 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 again, at Atlanta and the way he played. First of all, he was exceptional in the first three quarters. Okay, I thought he played really well. Third down, efficiency off the charts. There was a point in the first half where he was eight for eight, okay, and, and converted all the first down, all, all those third downs in the first downs. I mean, he was on fire. Whether it was running the football, throwing the football, I thought, I thought he had command of the offense. I, threw, I thought he threw in the tight window, something that he wasn't able to do consistently. Okay, holding the ball, didn't do it against Atlanta. I thought he went through his progressions. I thought he stood tall in the pocket. Now, again, this comes after the Atlanta coaching staff having film on him. But then in the fourth quarter, he fumbles twice. Could have cost the Saints the game, okay? Literally could have cost the Saints the game. Has to hold on to the football. Now, I understand he fumbled as a runner, but he also fumbled as a quarterback rolling out, okay? 
got to hold on to the ball, got to be able to take the sack and live another day. Understand he was trying to make a play. Okay, the defense bailed him out. There's no doubt about that. But, again, great stat line for him. 27 of 37, 232 yards, two touchdowns, his first two passing touchdowns in his NFL career. Three fumbles, though, one lost. 14 for 83 on the ground. Again, the three fumbles, lost one, but the, 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 the two losses, the two fumble lost in the fourth quarter could have been death nails for this team. I will say this about Taysom Hill when you talk about this week. Going into the game against Philadelphia, in Philadelphia, on Sunday. He's proven he could be an NFL backup. I don't think there's any doubt about that. He could be an NFL backup. He's a guy that can come in three, four, five games if necessary. And, again, you could put out a, 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 a game plan out there that he can execute and he can win. He has the potential to be a starter. A potential, based on what we saw the last few weeks. Now, again, a grain of salt here. Atlanta twice, a quarterbackless Denver Bronco team. I'm not going out on the limb here for Taysom Hill, but I'll tell you what I'm seeing. His age, though, his inexperience, that's working against him. He'll be 31 next year at the start of the season. If Breeze walks away as expected at the end of the season, he'll be 31. Is he the bridge guy to the next quarterback, or is he the guy that, again, Peyton is going to put all his eggs in his basket? All of a sudden now, again, you're looking at a 30-year-old rookie. He's played a couple. He would have played, started three games, maybe four games as a starter uh, in the NFL. We'll see again how it kind of plays out. But I will say this about Peyton. I have never seen Sean Peyton do this in his tenure here in New Orleans. I have never seen him make excuses for a player, okay? Obviously, Peyton is as vested in Taysom's development as Taysom is. Peyton, for the second time in two weeks, protected his quarterback. Last week, he fell on the sword, citing a, conserv- a conservative game plan. Uh, and and, and that, that Peyton uh, the, said that, you know, he knew that Taysom wanted to prove to everybody he was a starting quarterback, but it wasn't going to be that way. I, I'll tell you right now, I said it last week, I didn't buy it. I think eventually he went with the conservative game plan because he realized, again, I can beat the Denver Broncos without throwing the football. And, get, and my quarterback had problems in the first two series throwing the football against a Fangio defense. So, again, why not play a conservative? You can win the game on the ground. They can't, they can't throw the ball. They're going to be ineffective. It worked on for, for uh, both Taysom and Peyton. This week, it blew my mind when I'm listening to the press conference yesterday when Peyton comes out and said that, that on the fumble down in, in the red zone where, where Taysom is rolling out and, and he loses the ball, that, that it was the play call that led to Taysom's fumble which gave the Falcons a chance to get back in the game uh, for that final drive to be able to win the game. Uh, what? I've seen Peyton go ballistic on the sidelines when, when players have fumbled the football. Okay? I've seen him go ballistic on the sidelines when Breeze throws multiple interceptions. Now, I've never seen him get in Breeze's face, but you've seen him go nuts on the sidelines. I've never seen this before. So, obviously, again, Peyton is, is, is invested in Taysom, uh, again, following through on, again, Peyton's proclamation that he would be a starting quarterback in the NFL, as Taysom is. But with that, that, that said, he's progressing. He's progressing. The question is, has he progressed enough that we will be able to see him being a, a starter for this team going forward? And, look, we are, we, we, we are truly Truly, when you start talking about New Orleans Saints fans, you talk about the media that has covered this team for years. We are spoiled by Drew Brees. 
we are spoiled by, again, knowing that at any time the guy can, uh, can, can muster up that, that all-pro Hall of Fame ability and can take you from, uh, from, from, uh, from down and, and go on a two-minute drill or four-minute drill and, and, and win the game. We've seen him do it over and over again. We've seen his incredible accuracy, his, his, his acumen for, for, again, knowing the system inside and out, moving defenses with his eyes. I mean, we've been spoiled the last 15 years with Drew Brees. It's going to be a different situation when it comes to the next quarterback, no matter what it is. But the question is, can Taysom do this consistently? Can he be, again, the, can he be an, a, 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 a player that we see week to week as, as efficient and getting the job done against the rest of the NFL as he's done against Atlanta? We'll find out this week in Philadelphia. As far as the Saints go, the Saints let Atlanta hang around, Okay. Look, in games like this, especially when it comes to the Saints in Atlanta, this is, again, the recipe for doom. But it, did, it wasn't that way on Sunday, thankfully. Almost came back to bite them, though. But they reverted. They reverted back. Penalties, turnovers, missed opportunities. Saints should have won by multiple touchdowns if they don't beat themselves. You got a situation where, again, you had the fumbles by Taysom Hill. Uh, you had uh, multiple uh, drives that were, that were stopped because of uh, offensive line problems, whether it be holding or whatever. And then, of course, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, you got a secondary that got, they got torched at times. Uh, you had, again, um, uh, ill-advised penalties that happened also uh, during that time as well. Now, the Saints reverted back to what, again, what, again, got them beat early. Penalties, turnovers, and bust. And i got to, again, say, a lot of credit to the backups. One thing about this team, and it's a theme, and it's not just it's not lip service anymore. It is truly what they believe. They believe in next man up. Now, you hear a lot of teams say that across the league, next man up, next man up. No, no. They truly believe that the guy that is behind uh, the starter has the ability to come in and play and play at a very high level, and we saw that over and over again. We saw Patrick Robinson get hurt early. We saw P.J. Williams, who's not really a cornerback. You know, I found it interesting. I think it was Marshawn Lattimore that called him the defense jack of all trades because he does play the nickel, the safety. He also plays the cornerback position, right? Well, he got pressed into duty against a very, very good Atlanta wide receiving core. And, yeah, he got beat a little bit, uh, but at the same time, i got to give a lot of credit to the secondary. Uh, you know, to, 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 uh, I'm sorry, to the, to the backups, the, the way they played. Marcus Williams, again, coming and playing much better. Uh, look, I understand it's toward the end of his contract here in New Orleans. I hope it's not going to be fool's goal. But, again, we saw him being physical, uh, coming downhill, making hard tackles. Uh, it, was, um, it was something that, again, we've been waiting to see again since the Minnesota Miracle. But it starts up front. The defensive line, the ability to put pressure on Matt Ryan, uh, they were, they were, even though they didn't come up with, again, the type of sack total we saw over the last two games, they were physical, they were in his face. He felt that team all, all along. And, of course, the linebacking court with Quan, John, Quan Alexander and, and, of course, Demario Davis playing very, very well. As a whole, this defensive unit played very, very well, but you can't have the penalties and you can't have the bust that we saw yesterday those things cannot sneak back in uh to to what uh, to what the saints are doing now uh because it's going to come back to bite them you beat atlanta doing this you're not you're not going to beat saint you're not going to beat the uh, kansas city chiefs doing this and you're not going to beat teams in the playoffs if you have penalties bust and uh, and missed assignments uh and the turnovers that we saw in that atlanta game yesterday 
With that said, I give a lot of credit to Taysom Hill, the defense. I think it was an ugly win, but it's nine in a row. It's ten wins. They've locked up a playoff berth. And now Breeze is getting ready for the playoff run. To me, and I'm just being honest here, if they play good football like we've seen, let's throw out the penalties, let's throw out the turnovers, and let's throw out, the, uh, out uh, again, the, um, the bust. Let's say that's an anomaly for this Atlanta game. And it's not something that continues going forward. If they can play the type of football they've been playing, the only team capable of beating the New Orleans Saints are themselves. They are that good right now. They are playing that well right now. They are playing complimentary football. But, again, you can't let it just slide that, you know, oh, wait, they had a couple fumbles and they were able to get over it. No, the teams, that will get you beat. You fumble in the fourth quarter, you give teams an opportunity to go down the field on you, that's going to get you beat. You can't have the bust allowing guys to run free. You can't have the bust uh, when it comes in the secondary. That'll get you beat. And you surely can't have the penalties uh, that, that, again, that, that affected the Saints yesterday because that will get you beat. It's something they haven't done in the month of October and November. Can't continue to rear its ugly head in the month of December. All right, we take a break. We come back. We'll talk some LSU Tigers. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside services at Katie's at 3701 Abbeville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Are you tired of constantly paying high air conditioning bills and still not having a cool home? Call Burkhart today and ask him to schedule a maintenance check on your AC unit. Burkhart will be honest with their assessment of your AC system and will tell you if a repair or replacement is the best option. Burkhart has special financing as low as $149 a month on qualifying AC systems. You can call Burkhart today at 277-7520. That's 504-277-7520. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. 
Sponsored by Progressive Insurance, creators of the Name Your Price tool. Choose from a range of coverage options and pick the price that works for you. Visit Progressive.com today. That's Progressive.com. Visit today. Am I? First Response knows this is one of the most important questions a woman will ever ask herself. Am I sure it's the right time? Am I starting the next chapter? Am I about to be called mommy? Am I pregnant? Trust First Response to give you a clear and reliable answer with over 99% accuracy from the day of your missed period. Based on more than 99% accuracy in detecting the pregnancy hormone on day of missed period, America's most trusted pregnancy test brand based on the 2020 BrandSpark American Trust Study, First Response is the answer. What's in store this holiday at Staples? Gifts and packages shipped with care. So you can relax knowing they'll soon be there. Now at Staples, save 25% on UPS expedited shipping services. Plus, take up to 30% off select shipping supplies, like boxes, tape, and padded mailers. Shop in store or get it same day with Instacart. And save on holiday shipping at staples in-store only offers end one see store for details instacart not available on shipping services fees taxes additional terms and or tips may apply delivery subject to availability welcome back to inside new orleans i'm your host eric asher brought to you by my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating acpromise.com uh they are your generator sales and uh, service experts if you're in the market for a uh, generator for your home or your business think burkhardt air conditioning and heating yeah i know hurricane season's over um, but that doesn't mean the power continues to uh, stay on here in the uh, metropolitan area uh, at burkhardt they'll come in and do a consultation with you uh, set a date they'll come in and do a single day install uh, you're saying you can't afford a generator? Well, again, financing is, is available. You can finance that generator over time. Burkhart will do a new install quality check after one month, making sure that, again, it's working properly and you understand how to work it as well. Now, they do this with everything, okay? Whether it's a tankless water heater, your heating system, generators, uh, air conditioning systems, APCO whole hole treatment system, one month after they, they install that uh, equipment, they're out to be able to make sure everything is in working order. And, of course, if you have a generator in your home and you need a company to service it, if you've used that generator over 100 hours during the um, last storm season, it has to be serviced by a professional. Think Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Also, 24-7, 360 emergency service on your generator you want a company you can trust with generator sales and service it's burkhardt air conditioning and heating that's acpromise.com shifting gears uh to uh, what's going on in the city uh jason williams uh city council president will relinquish his seat on the council because he is the next arlene's parish district attorney de- defeating uh former judge and former um interim district attorney kiva landrum now, I'm just going to say this right now. The, the lack of quality cho- choices continue in New Orleans, okay? You had have, you have Kiva Landrum, who, again, was a failure as an interim DA, okay, after Eddie Jordan, uh, after Eddie Jordan uh, had to resign. Her track record as a judge w- was spotty at best, okay? And then you had Jason Williams, who, again, um, had baggage and still has baggage. He's under indictment for tax evasion. No different than the current mayor, who's in hot water with the IRS for her taxes. But yet, Arlene's voters gave her the key to the city, remember? Even though, again, she, was, uh, she, it had, been, she had been outed uh, for using her, her city council credit card for, for personal use, voters still voted Latoya Cantrell and his mayor, okay? Williams is a defense attorney. Now his, his job in the past has been to uh, defend the criminal element in New Orleans. Now his job is going to be to defend the people of New Orleans against that criminal element. 
Now, all I've heard during this whole election cycle, ever since, again, Leon Canizero decided that he was not going to run for re-election, was, again, that Williams was going to come in and he was touting a reform movement uh, in the DA's office. Okay, now I'll say this right now. There's no one that wants an innocent, innocent person sent to jail. At this point, no one wants nonviolent uh, 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 offenders in jail. Nobody wants nonviolent, uh, nonviolent drug users in jail. Nobody wants to clog the court up with, again, marijuana smokers. All right? But I will say this. Those reforms that I'm talking about right now, they were put in place by the current DA, Leon Canizero. What we do want is the violent criminal off the street. Okay? The question is, can Williams do that? And, and I'll just say right now, pun intended, the jury's out on it. Who knows? Here's another thing. Can he beat the tax evasion charge? Are we going to be right back here again trying to elect another district attorney because this guy may end up again uh, doing prison time? We don't know that. But we do know it's an embarrassment that both Williams and Landrum were the best that Arnold could come up with when it comes to being the city's pro, uh, top prosecutor. Now, the hope is, again, all this, all this reform movement that he's talking about, that ultimately he's going he's, uh, with a six-year term, and with a six-year term, he's, he would be able to, to, again, to institute those type of reforms. But the last thing we need is another revolving door at Tulane and Broad. The one thing I can say about Leon Canizero when he, went, when he, went to, when he was elected uh, off the bench to the district attorney's office was he slammed the door shut on that. We didn't see the revolving door. Okay, we saw it under Kiva Landrum's uh, uh, stint as district attorney, and of course we know that. And in, in, again, what Williams did, and rightly so, everybody is entitled uh, to to uh, to again representation in, in our country when it when it comes to going before the courts, both the criminal and, and of course uh, the, the the citizens as well. But the hope is that again Williams realizes he's now a prosecutor and not a defense attorney. And we won't see this, again, the uh, wholesale letting of, of uh, again, criminals out on the street. I'll be watching. Other people will be watching. We'll see how it plays out. The first hurdle he's got to overcome, though, is the tax evasion charge. Because what an embarrassment would be if ultimately the newly elected top prosecutor ends up having to resign because, of t- because he has to go to jail for tax evasion. We shall see. One proclamation he made in his, in his uh, acceptance speech was he believes by the time the new administration is seated that this will go away. We shall see. We shall see. All right, uh, I want to talk a little bit about what's going on with the Alabama Crimson Tide and, and the LSU Tigers. And, and really, look, when you talk about this weekend's game, uh, I think all of us knew that it was fait complete, right? There was, there was little or no chance that LSU was even going to be able to hang with Alabama. It was what we expected to a point. It was a blowout of, of historic proportions. The most points by an Alabama team ever scored on LSU and Tiger Stadium since the 20s. That's the 1920s, not the 1820s. The most points scored against a defending champion since the 1930s. <laughs> it, was, it was a beatdown that was over by halftime. Now, look, I'm going to say this right now. There are a lot of people out there that don't like Nick Saban. I happen to, uh, again, still uh, like Nick Saban. It just happened the way it happened, okay? Um, 
He ends up getting a chance to go to Miami. He leaves the program. He builds the program for, again, uh, for, takes it out of the ashes of nothing but losses and, and, and a losing program. There was no prestige with the LSU program anymore until, until Saban took over. And he rebuilt that program into a national championship program. Les Miles took his team and won another national championship. So that tells you, again, how, again, the cover was not bare when he walked out the door. But he went to Miami. There are some LSU fans that will never forgive him for that. I've forgiven him. And believe me, I would have liked to have seen him come back, but how do you fire Les Miles uh, when, when he's just removed from a national championship when, when, um, when Saban comes back and wants to, wants to be able to coach in college? And the worst thing that could have happened for LSU is, again, he's going to go coach at Alabama, the prestige and histo- history of the Alabama program under Bear Bryant, and the fact that he's resurrected that program into a juggernaut. And it's in your own backyard, and he's coming into, uh, into Louisiana, which, again, really gets, gets me each and every year, getting three, four, five of the top-notch players. And then at the end of the day, just like we've seen in every LSU-Alabama game, those players make a difference. No, it's frustrating to see that. But I don't hate Nick Saban, okay? I'm thankful that Nick Saban resurrected the LSU program. Now, I wish he'd stay his ass out of Louisiana. But that's up to Ed Ogeron to put the fence around Louisiana. It is what it is. But this game, again, Bama could have put an 80 on, on LSU if they wanted to. Okay? If Saban wanted to put 80 on LSU, they could have done it on Saturday night. He had a 100-yard rush, a 300-yard pass, and a 200-yard receiver by halftime. Then he called the dogs off, thankfully. But now to what ails LSU. It's a COVID-19-affected season. Okay? Uh, and when you look at, that, at where, where they are, you could talk about the defections. You can talk about, uh, again, the, uh, uh, all that's went down in this season uh, that has lended up to the end-up end up, uh, play of LSU. But the question is, do they get a reprieve? I'll say no. No matter what, Coach O has to be held accountable. Now, should he be, ref- should he be fired a year removed from the greatest team in, in the history of college football and a national championship? Absolutely not. But changes have to be made. There's no doubt about that. First of all, it wasn't smart on his part to hire a defensive coordinator that runs a different system that required a, a complete overhaul of the personnel and the defensive playbook, okay, uh, in, in a transition year where you knew you were losing a lot of your veteran players to the draft. That did not make much sense to go with Bo Pelini. Staying with, again, the same type of defense, a defensive coordinator that ran the same defense as Aranda would have been the smart move there. He, he failed there. That has to be looked at very, very hard in the offseason. Look, having to start two freshman quarterbacks has not helped offensive coordinator Steve Ensminger. But again, you got Joe Brady now hanging over his head. People saw what happened with Joe Brady in this offense last year. They see this offense being a shell of it. You can, you can blame COVID-19. You can blame the fact that you got, a, you got freshmen starting. But at the end of the day, he's responsible. He's responsible for the offense. He has to be handled accountable for, again, the way the offense has played this year and, and, and at the very least, not being able to run the football effectively. Now, Ogeron keeps telling us that the recruits are not defecting. And I'm going to say this right now. For his sake and for the near future of LSU football, he better hope so. He better hope so. Because this is now officially ugly. This is like Jerry DiNardo ugly, okay? And it could get uglier. Team's got to show up against Florida. You just can't go out there and again let Florida put the ass kicking on you that, that Alabama just put on you. And then Ole Miss, you got to beat Ole Miss, okay? I don't want to hear about Ole Miss and the great offense. you got to beat Ole Miss, at the end of the day. Or oh, this could be much, much worse for his staff. When you talk about the new athletic director at LSU, he's got no ties to Coach O. Uh, and whether it's fair or not, 
Uh, again, for a staff that's year, a year removed from a national championship, there's going to be some changes. There has to be, okay? Fair or not, it's what big-time football has become. And this is big-time college football at LSU. The end of the season is going to bring some changes. There's going to be some, some, some coaches that are going to walk the plank here. But I'm going to tell you right now, with that, Coach Ogeron is on a short leash, okay? He better hold on to, the, to his class that's coming in, this incoming class, and he better be in contention for an SEC championship and a national championship next season because I think we can honestly say, as of right now, after this season, the ass-kicking they've taken, the, the players quitting on this, on this coaching staff, the players quitting on this university, on their teammates, the honeymoon is over. The honeymoon is over. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good the TikTok cafe causeway south at i-10 in metairie is open during the coronavirus shutdown the TikTok cafe is offering our menu by way of curbside to go service call the TikTok cafe now at 504-834-6272 and get around the clock burger special breakfast or lunch plate TikTok cafe causeway south at i-10 in metairie place your order now at 834-6272 that's 834-6272 Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Maintenance. You do it for your car, your lawn, and yourself. This summer, don't forget your air conditioning maintenance. Maintenance takes time, usually an hour, for a professionally trained technician to do a thorough inspection, clean it, and make sure it's operating the best it can for its age. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to the maintenance of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhardt. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhardt. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. This year has brought about many changes in the business world. Now more than ever, businesses need help to grow through effective integrated marketing campaigns. Due to this demand, Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a digital and radio account executive. If you are outgoing, digitally savvy, and a quick learner who wants their paycheck to directly reflect their hard work with no income cap, apply today at Cumulus.com. That's C-U-M-U-L-U-S.com. Cumulus Media is an equal opportunity employer. That? That's the sound of NyQuil Severe, hard at work. 
NyQuil Severe is the best sleep with a cold medicine. No tossing and turning, just rest and recovery. <coughs> so you're ready to take on tomorrow. For powerful relief of your worst cold and flu symptoms, try NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, stuffy head, best sleep with a cold medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Today on Hey Culligan, buy to save. Here's a text from Devin in Denver. Hey Culligan, I'd love a water softener, but I don't want to pay for it. Devin, I can't help you there, but a Culligan high-efficiency softener can help you save oodles on energy and detergent, so the savings can be even greater than the cost. And I'm getting a mind-blown emoji followed by... Yes, please. Devin, the savings are already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with the local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Hour, num hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming up. Larry Holder will be our guest at 5.30. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. Catch the best prep football show in the country. Ken Trahan's original prep football report Friday nights during the football season on 1061 Nash Icon WRKN. Picayune, New Orleans. Blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies for the joining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. You can listen live to the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. If you're outside the um, uh, vast signal that uh, 106.1 has, and, uh, of course, Nash FM 106.1, you can listen live as well as ericasher.com. Hey, don't forget the uh, Twitter feed is at Eric underscore Asher, and, of course, the uh, Facebook page is Eric Asher. Remember, you can also listen live at ericasher.com. And, uh, yeah, we got the podcast rolling for you now. Uh, Anchor. Apple, iHeart, Spotify, Google, all the major uh, podcasting platforms. So, again, uh, usually try to try to get that posted about a half hour after the show is is concluded uh, and uh, getting a lot of um, a lot of hits on it as well. And uh, glad to see it because I know we have a lot of people that, again, you can't list. I've after been in middays for 18 years. A lot of those folks that listen to me in middays, some of them can't can't listen in the late afternoons. They listen at their leisure. A lot of folks that, again, have have uh, lived in New Orleans. We want to find out what's happening here in the city. Uh, that live elsewhere, again, they can tune into the podcast now. So you can always check that out on, on again, your favorite podcasting platform. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. No guests this week. I'll have that for you tomorrow. Uh, but you can always check us out for our live broadcast, Thursdays at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV. A rebroadcast Thursday night at 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV. A rebroadcast on at 10 o'clock on The Deuce, WLAE-TV2. All on Thursday. Three broadcasts on a Thursday. On a Friday, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 p.m. on WLAE-TV2, and then Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, WLAE-TV2, and then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. We also post that on, on my social media pages. You can see it at ericasher.com, where, again, you can check out all the previous episodes, and the WLAE-TV YouTube page is where you can check out the current and all the previous episodes of the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Larry Holder joins us on the program at 5.30 this afternoon from The Athletic. We'll talk Saints and LSU with him uh and of course a big win for the saints uh as i mentioned in the first hour uh we got a generation of fans that don't know what it's like to have to deal with losing seasons and uh you know hoping that you can uh, sweep the atlanta falcons hoping you can beat the trying to get to the playoffs uh i mentioned in the first hour this is a generation of saints fans that now looking for a super bowl wins uh the saints are now 10 and 2 winning 10 games uh they've won nine in a row uh they're five and zero in the division got a chance to sweep the division they have swept the atlanta falcons this year if let me tell you in the past in generations in the past if you would have swept the atlanta falcons we would have threw a parade okay that's again how much how, how, how deep this rivalry is and how much the intense hate is between saints fans and atlanta fans uh, you know, it was kind of just ho-hum yesterday. Yeah, they're supposed to beat Atlanta. They're supposed to be able to uh, sweep the Falcons. Yes, they're the best team in the division. They should be the division leaders. Yes, they're the best team in the NFC. They should have the number one seed. All that coming to fruition right now. A great October, November where they were undefeated, but it's December now. December, January, and February is where they come up short. This is where the rubber hits the road for this Saints team. 
Hopefully, again, Breeze will be back for the Kansas City game. I would not rush him back against Philadelphia. Uh, Taysom has proven that, again, he has been able to handle the offense up to this point. There's no reason to think why Taysom Hill couldn't go into Philadelphia and beat the Philadelphia Eagles if he doesn't turn the football over. It is an issue. Okay, Peyton is sugarcoating it, something I've never seen before in my life. Okay, that, that Peyton sugarcoating a guy turning the ball over. Peyton, uh, Taysom is turning the ball over too much when it comes to fumbles. Okay, and look, he hasn't thrown the interceptions, but again, he hasn't put himself in a position in a lot of cases to throw those interceptions. He has, has a couple. What? I think he's had two on the season, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but he's got to take care of the ball as a runner. This was even before he took over his quarterback. He was fumbling the football. Okay, he's got to take care of the, uh, of the football uh, because, again, that could have came back to bite the Saints yesterday. They allowed Atlanta to stay in this game. Uh, too many penalties, uh, too many busts. I mean, you had, the, you had the secondary bust in the first and second half. You had, uh, uh, what, you had Pete and Easton in the first half getting holding calls, which again stymied touchdown drives, could have touchdown drives. So, again, the penalties just killed this team. They reverted back to what they were doing in September with the penalties and the bust. But they were good enough to overcome that on Sunday. As you get in deep into, the, again, the fourth quarter of this season and then into, into again, the, uh, the postseason, you cannot play football like that, even though they won the game. Kudos to the Saints for another win. Congratulations to Taysom Hill on, on again, uh, playing a, a, a very good game with the exception of, of the fumbles. And, uh, you know, once again, you know, proving a guy like me, a naysayer, uh, wrong on whether he can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I'll say it again. I think he can be a backup. The, the jury is still out on whether he can be a starter in the NFL. We'll, we'll get another chance, hopefully, to see that against Philadelphia. Because I'm going to tell you right now, there is no reason to rush Drew Brees back. Okay, there was no reason. He needs to be completely healed. That, again, that if he takes a shot, it's not going to put him back in a situation where those ribs are going to be re-injured or he's going to have problems that would keep him out of playoff games. He's going to win the playoff games for you. Sorry, Taysom Hill's not going to do that. Drew Brees will. Uh, Tulane, congratulations to the Greenies. Winners of four of their last five. Uh, six and five on the season now. Yeah, I'm going to go back and, and revert back to, again, uh, what could have been. Because this could have been a spectacular season for this team. If they beat Tulsa and SMU in overtime, two top 25 teams, if they don't, again, uh, mail it in against Navy in the second half, I mean, you're looking at three more wins, okay? You're looking at a nine-win season for the Grannies. That is a far cry from six and five, okay? So there are three games right now. If you're Willie Fritz, you go back and look at the tape at the end of the season, where you're going to be kicking yourselves. 35-21 winners over Memphis. They're now waiting on an invitation to a bowl game. And uh, I've been trying to see, again, ultimately where they go. But, man, I know woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? Woulda, coulda, shoulda. But this Tulane team, uh, with the defense that they have, with the now a bona fide quarterback in Michael Pratt, who has gotten so much better uh, week to week, uh, and, and the stable of running backs they had, and, and, and let's face it, some pass catchers that got better throughout the season. Okay, they were not, they were not thought well of of early, but they were thought of uh, by the end of the season. Uh, those guys were playing well, Watts, etc., Johnson, all those guys playing pretty good ball. So we'll see how the Greenies progress. Losing a good one in Will Hall, he's going to be the head coach of Southern Miss. He's done well, he's done worked wonders with Michael Pratt at quarterback, uh, and the hope is that will continue under the next offensive coordinator. What can you say about LSU? Look, I talked about it last uh, in last hour. Uh, nobody's getting fired as far as Ed, Ed O'Shaughnessy is going to be the head coach of LSU next year, but Scott Woodard is is not was not the athletic director that hired Ed O'Shaughnessy, 
and they are one year removed from the greatest team in the history of college football. They are one year removed from a national championship. But we've never seen a drop when it comes to talent, when it, when it comes to, again, competitiveness. Uh, in, in, in a national championship team, uh, though from one year to the next, like we've seen this meteoric drop uh, in the LSU program. Look, I know. The losses and defections to the NFL, we knew about it coming into the season. What we did know was that there would still be even more defections in season. It's crushed the Tigers. There's no doubt about it. It's left them without their leadership. It's left them, again, with, with, with guys that were not supposed to play this year that are now being pushed into playing. A lot of reasons why they are where they are. But as I talked about in the first hour, O is also on, on, on the hook for this. You knew what was going on in this season. You know, you didn't know about COVID-19, but you knew that, again, there was going to be a changeover. You went and got Bo Pelini. He changes your defensive scheme. So you got players that, again, that you've recruited to, to play Aranda's scheme, and now you're gonna now again you're trying to transform them in, into Pelini's scheme. It just did not work. It just did not work. And it's one of the reasons why we're seeing, again, uh, these lopsided scores that we've seen this season, letting Mississippi State put, put uh, again, over 600 yards on you. Kid me? Now, we can go right down the line of the ineptitude of this Tiger team this year. But with that said, there are going to be coaches that are going to walk the plank, whether that be Pelini, whether it be assistant coaches, whatever it's going to be. Uh, again, I talked about Coach Ensminger in the first hour. Look, he was dealt a bad hand. Uh, you got two freshman quarterbacks uh, that are coming in. You had, you had Miles Bennett who had no experience. So you knew it was going to be an uphill battle no matter what. But you didn't foresee having to deal with two freshman quarterbacks. And then again, your, two, your top receivers defecting on you. All that ended up hurting. But the biggest problem for this LSU team is the offensive line. It's been atrocious. And, again, they should have been better. They should, they should have. All these young stars that, again, came out of high school that were supposed to be instant um, SEC-type caliber players have not panned out, have not panned out. And, ultimately, the play calling at times has been suspect. You've got to be able to at least run the football if you're LSU, at least be able to run the football effectively. And they were not able to do that. So a lot of people out there, the whispers, you hear it, this was all Joe Brady last year. This wasn't Ensminger. This was Joe Brady. Okay, Joe Brady was the guy that, that, that made the difference for this team. And, again, that's lurking over the, over the shoulder of, 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 um, of uh, Steve Ensminger right now. Now, the question is for Steve Ensminger, at your age, do you want to continue? Do you want to continue to grind day in, day out of what it takes to be an offensive coordinator in the SEC? And if the, if the quest, answer is yes, well, then you need a quick turnaround next year. You need to prove that, again, the national championship year was not a fluke. You need to prove that, again, that you didn't need Joe Brady to ultimately be a guy that can turn this offense around. As far as Bo Pelini, I don't know if anything can help Bo Pelini. Somebody's got to be the fall guy. Somebody's got to fall on the sword for, again, what has happened with the LSU program. And he seems to be, again, uh, the, the most obvious suspect here. And it'll be ultimately to see, again, to see who will be the next defensive coordinator at LSU. Uh, Oak can say all he wants that, again, nothing's changing until the end of the season. Something's going to change because the boosters and, and the powers that be are going to put pressure on him. But I will say it again, as I said in the first hour, when you talk about Coach Ed Ogeron, even though he's a year removed from, again, the greatest team in college football history, a national championship, and everything that went down, Heisman Trophy, all the accolades that happened, he was not hired by Scott Woodward. And at the end of the day, his leash is now short. It's very short. Those, those, those um Recruits that he has on the line here that he keeps talking about being committed, they are verbally committed, ladies and gentlemen. They're not assigned on the dotted line. And ultimately, if we start seeing defections on this recruiting class, it's going to be a chink in the armor for Ed Ogeron. So 
Uh, I just say this, as I said in the first hour, when you start talking about this team, uh, they better show up against Florida. They better not get embarrassed, and they better beat Ole Miss. And then wherever they go to a bowl game, because Wilbur said today he's going to accept an invitation, they better show up in the bowl game and try to salvage this season and at least go 500. At least go 500. We shall see. All right, when we come back, back we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with the city. Larry Holder will join us at the bottom of the hour. I'm your host, Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Are you worried about COVID-19? Are you worried about the air quality in your home? Well, think about the APCO Whole Home Treatment System. Uh, it's installed directly in your air, in your air conditioning duct system, and it continuously cleans the air in your, in your home 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Uh, it has been proven again to be able to, again, kill the COVID-19 virus. If you're expecting to be uh, in, in your home lockdown or, again, you just want to make sure that your air quality is top-notch in your home, uh, contact my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating about the APCO Whole Home Air Treatment System. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans Privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes, in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples helps you ship all your gifts and packages this year. Now save 25% on UPS expedited shipping services. Plus take up to 30% off selected shipping supplies like boxes, tape, and padded mailers. In-store only. Offers in 1221. See store for details. Staples. If you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection coming into this city, delays remain solid from before chopping. Tulas to the O'Keefe exit. Delays are steady on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal. Also, your delays are solid on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to before the high rise. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your backups are from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. On the westbound side, your delays are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And also look out for delays on 10 westbound from Causeway to Veterans. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including NFL, NBA, and college on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. until 2 a.m. Happy hour Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till. $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till. $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe. Home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, 
food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. These days, we're all concerned about the air quality in our homes and workplaces. Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating has the solution for you, your family, your employees, and your customers. It's the APCO Whole Home Treatment System. This state-of-the-art air filtration system is installed inside your central air system and detoxes the air as it's circulated through your HVAC system. If you're concerned about the indoor air quality in your home or business, then contact Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com and find out more about the APCO Air Filtration System. That's Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. On any day in December, Pizza Hut can give to you the Triple Treat Box. Two pizzas, breadsticks, and Cinnabon mini rolls. Order online at PizzaHut.com. No without pizzas, the Hut. Exclusions apply. Combinability of discounts and specials, prices, and participation vary. Additional charge for extra toppings or pan crust. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Ash. At 535, we'll get back to sports. Larry Holder of The Athletic is going to join us on the program. Uh, yes, on Saturday there was an election. I hope a lot of folks got out there and, and had your voice heard. But in, uh, in Orleans Parish, uh, I, I think the voice was heard loudly. I thought a message was sent by the voters on Saturday to Mayor Latoya Cantrell, and I thought it was loud and clear. What was the message? We're not stupid. We're not going to fall for, for the misinformation campaign uh, that you attempted to fool us with. And we're not going to give you carte blanche to, to maneuver tax dollars as you see fit without any oversight. And furthermore, the citizens of this city will not be held hostage by the mayor's threats of layoffs and furloughs of city employees. Uh, the city, uh, the, the citizens resoundly, okay, uh, voted down all four uh, of of the of the initiatives that were on the ballot uh, that had to had to do with with, with taxes. Uh, now. The, uh, the, the voters rejected the, the package of ballot propositions that were put forth by the Cantrell administration on how the city would, would spend about $23 million in property taxes per year. It also would have cut about 40% of the, of the public library's budget and then distributed that about $7 million a year to economic development, housing, infrastructure, maintenance, and early, high, early uh, childhood programs. She used this bait-and-a-stick uh, approach all through this campaign, this misinformation campaign. Uh, the Cantrell administration tried to convince the public uh, that there were three, the three propositions that she had on the ballot were, were, were good for the city. Then she put, put forth a misleading campaign in which, again, city officials along with the mayor and, and along with a coalition of local and, and national nonprofits uh, tried to be able to, again, bamboozle the public in, in, into, into voting for these, for these propositions. Existing taxes... That, that, again, we're, we're going to be undedicated and, and allow the mayor to be able to use that money as she, see, as she saw fit. Um, proposition 1 would have, would have increased the two existing property taxes for capital improvements, streets, traffic lights, signals. Uh, one was dedicated to streets, drainage, uh, facilities, maintenance, and vehicle and equipment. I was one that, again, back, back before Cantrell even knew what the council was or even knew, what again, what the mayor's office looked like was, was championing an infrastructure tax, right? an infrastructure tax that would be dedicated that we could rebuild this city with. The problem was the messenger was the problem. 
and the citizens didn't buy into, again, what, what Cantrell was selling them when it came to the infrastructure tax. Proposition 2 would have, would have reduced the existing property tax dedicated to public libraries and would have expanded the permissible use of the money to include libraries and early childhood education. So use the childhood education as a carrot and a stick, and nobody was buying it. Okay, the city wanted to dedicate $1.5 million of early education uh, of that money to early education in 2021 uh, and that the council would 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 uh, would ultimately dedicate that allocation. Uh, But again, it didn't come to fruition because voters voted it down. Proposition three would have would have broken up the existing property tax that would dedicate to housing and economic development in two separate taxes, one for economic development, the other for housing and blight alleviation. The, the, the combined rate of the new two new tax property taxes would have doubled property tax that they replaced. So it would have doubled the property tax they replaced, even though the mayor, throughout her misinformation campaign, continued to say that this was not raising any new taxes. This was existing taxes. She lied to the people of New Orleans over and over again to try to get these passes tax, these taxes passed, and it just did not work. The final one is one that we had talked about a lot on this program, and that was the French Quarter Security District tax renewal. It also failed. The additional 25 cents that, that, that French Quarter businesses and, 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 and residents voted on themselves that was in most cases paid by tourists to be able to allow, again, the, uh, the patrols of state, state troopers and Again, post-certified off-duty New Orleans police officers to patrol the quarter. Uh, also, again, those little mini mini cars you see, and 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 of course the app. All that was going to be part of this of this of this renewal. But again, uh, the, the mayor got her hands in it. The mayor wanted to control the money, and then she wanted to get rid of uh, again the additional uh, police force, state police, and off-duty uh, New Orleans police officers for what I've been c- continue to tell you a citizens' ground patrol that would again would handle nuisance calls or would handle again uh, a lot of the, um, uh, the the cleanup. Like I said before. Leave the, the, leave the security to, again, post-certified police officers. Leave the, the, the cleaning up to the quarter to the sanitation workers. We don't need a citizen's ground patrol. Uh, and, of course, we don't need the mayor also to control that money coming out of the quarter when it was dedicated to security for the quarter. The voters said no thank you, and they voted it down. Okay, French Quarter residents said no. The mayor got a dose of reality. The people of the city do not trust her. Okay, will not stand for the misinformation or the shady political games that she played with the citizens of this town. Okay, nor again with threats of layoffs or furloughs or reduction of public safety or city services gain. None of that again uh, would would allow her to gain control over the current or then additional revenue streams that she was trying to be able to bring in house. The question to me is. How is this not mainstream news? How is this not mainstream news, again, about the misinformation campaign that she put out there that ultimately, again, blew up in her face? The one thing you want from a public official is to be honest. She was totally dishonest about, again, how these taxes were, were, were going to come about, that there would be an increase in taxes when she said there wouldn't be, and ultimately, again, the use for those taxes. She just wanted to get her hands on the tax dollars at the end of the day. And the voters said no. Well, hopefully the voters will never forget her political double talk and her dishonesty with the voters of this city when her, when her term ends. Because we need an upgrade in the mayor's office. Desperately need an upgrade. I said it for a long time on this program, ladies and gentlemen. In a post-Katrina New Orleans, we have no room for amateurs when it comes to government. 
You can't have amateurs on the city council, and you can't have amateurs in the mayor's office. You've got to have individuals, again, that know how city government works, that are honest, and, again, have a plan to be able to rebuild this city and move this city forward. This particular mayor is ready, fire, aim, and always has been. And on Saturday, she got her lunch handed to her. Hopefully the citizens of this, of this city will not forget what happened during this election. We'll not forget the power that they, that they, they wield. And we'll also not forget, again, about this mayor trying to bamboozle them into, again, uh, approving taxes or, again, uh, 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 rededicating taxes and giving her carte blanche on what to do with those taxes. Hopefully they'll remember this when her term ends. All right, we take a break. We come back. Larry Holder of The Athletic is going to join us. Saints LSU on tap with him. We'll be right back after these messages. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside service is at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory & Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504 504- 4737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies get the right policy at the best price call click or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or dave me at insagency.com your air conditioning system has to survive to the hot summer season do you know if it's ready the best way to find out is to call burkhart today a quick tune-up from burkhart's team of professional technicians will give you the peace of mind you're looking for this summer take it from me eric asher When it comes to a quick tune-up of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhart. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhart. Visit Burkhart today at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Food's so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine ravioli stuffed with jalapeno and three types of cheese, fried, then smothered in a homemade Alfredo sauce. Only at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Food's so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine, topped with cheddar cheese, then smothered in a spicy crawfish and mushroom cream sauce. And that's just the fries. Only at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. You decided to upgrade your outdoor deck. So you ordered the essentials. A power washer, 
a set of patio chairs, and a shiny new grill. And you use your Bank of America Cash Rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping and up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member, which you put towards your most essential deck addition, a bird feeder. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Mary's Bistro delivery business is bustling and ready to burst. Orders 34, 35, and 36 are up. Who's handling these? Hello, Mary's Bistro, now delivering. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Hey folks, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new air conditioner heating system, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They'll come out to your home, they'll do a consultation with you. They'll use the state-of-the-art equipment to be able to, again, measure your home, your ductwork. Uh, the ductwork that they will meet, manufacture in-house. That's right, in-house, their facility in Mandeville. Uh, they have Nate certified technicians, the highest certification you can get in the industry. They do continuing education to continue to have those Nate certified technicians certified, again, as the ever-changing world in air conditioning and heating systems and of course the new systems are energy efficient so you'll save money on your power bill each and every month ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee ask about five-year industry financing it's Burkhardt air conditioning and heating in the market for a new air conditioner heating system it's Burkhardt air conditioning and heating acpromise.com acpromise.com all right we turn our attention back to sports our good friend Larry Holder of the athletic joins us each and every Monday Larry how you doing Eric, I'm doing fine. How are you? Doing great, Larry. Before we get started, why don't you tell the folks about The Athletic? It's holiday season. A lot of folks are looking for stocking stuffers for that sports fan in their life. And I can tell you, I am a satisfied customer. I love The Athletic. If you love, if you love great writing, whether it be local, national, international, on all sports, The Athletic's the place to go. Tell us all about it. Yep, theathletic.com slash New Orleans. And we got a, a good deal uh, that will... Uh, it's either up now or uh, I, I'm, I'm teasing a deal where it's going to be coming up uh, in the next day or so where if you buy a year subscription, you get another one for free and you can gift it to someone. So I think that'll uh, right up there for your uh, uh, as a stocking stuffer for someone you like. So theathletic.com slash New Orleans. Uh, go check it out. Myself, Jeff Duncan, Captain Terrell, Brody Miller, Will Guillory on the local end. And we have every other beat in America and uh, uh, overseas soccer, uh, other sports, you name it, we've got it all covered at The Athletic. Larry, uh, yesterday, Saints uh, uh, beat Atlanta. Too close for comfort, in, in my opinion. Again, they, they shot themselves in the foot a lot. You talk a lot of things that, that, that really plagued this team in September came back. Uh, the penalties, the turnovers, the, the, again, the bust. Uh, well, again, it didn't end up, ended up biting them, but it could have. Uh, again, I'm hoping this is just an anomaly, having to, play, having to take on a division opponent twice in three weeks. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, they were able to prevail, but... You can't have this, again, as we get it deep into December and January, uh, the type of hiccups that we saw early in the season that they had kind of pretty much ironed out that reared its ugly head yesterday. Yeah, if you look on, let's just start offensively. Look, you know, they have a chance to go up 15, and uh, they go for it on fourth down, and they get it, and then all, all of a sudden ball control issues come into play with Taysom Hill, and he fumbles for the ninth time 
Uh, well, actually, it, that was the eighth time because the ninth time came later where they almost turned the football over and gave Atlanta a, a real good chance to win without a Hail Mary. So uh, you bring those issues into play, and then uh, you look at the penalties and uh, the, the, the lack of uh, stops by the Saints' defense. Look, we knew at some point they were going to give up a touchdown. I mean, they were playing at a mm-hmm. historic level. Sure. Uh, but – uh, it's not like the offense was able to put the Falcons away either. So, uh, but it's like Atlanta, they still have some talented players. I mean, it's not like they're playing the Jets or they're playing Jacksonville, uh, a team that's always uh, looking to be feisty against the Saints. And so uh, even though it wasn't some big blowout win, uh, still, you, 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 you swept Atlanta. Uh, I think that's a good thing no matter what season it is just because the division opponent knows you so well. And, look, I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of positives. But, yeah, still too close to comfort. I mean, it comes down to a Hail Mary that bobbles around and uh, oh. then falls harmlessly uh, for the Saints' win. With that said, again, look, they, they got the win. That's what counts. Uh, they, they're now on a nine-game winning streak. Uh, they, they're, they're, they've, they've clinched the playoff spot. They're, they're in the driver's seat on the number one seed. Uh, they've won ten games. None of that is anything to sneeze at. This is, this is a quality NFL football team. But the problem has been when we've gotten into December and January and February lately, this is where the, the, this team hiccups has hiccups, where, again, when you're one and done and you can't afford the hiccups. And that's, again, why, I, again, I'm more uh, more down on what happened yesterday with the penalties and the and and just the things that we saw early that really hurt this team. It didn't come back to bite them yesterday, but hopefully again that's something they'll clean up. With that said, I'd like to get your take on Taysom Hill. Now we've seen Taysom Hill twice against the Falcons, once against the Denver Broncos. Uh, talk about his play and and overall your your thoughts on his play this season. I don't think there's any question we had to say through about 50 minutes he was way more improved than we'd seen, even though he had a pretty sure. solid game uh, against Atlanta the first time. Uh, obviously, we all can see the game plan was certainly different in Denver, and when they went up against a team that's susceptible to the pass, uh, he was able to throw it and throw it well and throw it with confidence. And uh, you see him uh, both of those times be able to uh, have big-time games with Michael Thomas. That's obviously something you want to be able to do. And I, I just feel like, Within the offense, Sean Payton opened it up a little bit more. And another example of why you can see why Sean Payton is enamored with Taysom Hill. And yet, look, the ball control issues are a problem. Like I said, he's fumbled nine times this year. That was tied for third most in the NFL uh, wow. with Joe Burrow uh, as a uh, uh, coincidentally enough. Uh, and then uh, he is tied for fourth in the NFL. This was leaving yesterday uh, mm-hmm. with four loss fumbles. And so you can't have that. Sean Payton knows it. Taysom Hill knows it. Now, how long is Taysom Hill going to be the quarterback right now this season? Uh, maybe one more week. And then uh, Drew will come back and we'll really ramp up this conversation again, uh, probably in the off season. Uh, when we all assume Drew Brees retires. But I think overall, uh, you have to say that Taysom Hill is growing as a quarterback. I, you know, I, I, I think even, even if you see the ball control issues, he's certainly growing as more of a passer than I'm sure a lot of us anticipated. 
I 100% agree. Larry, I will say this, and, and you, you mentioned the nine fumbles. You know, again, that's something he's got to clean up no matter what because he still is a big part of this offense uh, in terms of, again, his utilization as a Swiss Army knife. And he's going to carry the football a lot uh, in, in, into the month of December and January and then hopefully into February if this team makes it to the Super Bowl. So he's got to get that under control. And what do you do? I mean, do you make him go through, like, drills in practice where they're swatting at the ball high and tight? I mean, make him carry the ball around the facility almost like, a running back, and so right. I, like, it's hard. I don't know. Uh, and here's the thing that I, I keep trying to point out to people, that it's not like Taysom Hill is a trained running back. You know, he's more like a runner who plays quarterback. He's not a running back. And so I feel like running backs are more used to uh, having the ball swiped at him, this, that, and the other quarterbacks. Because let's, let's be honest, he is still naturally a quarterback. They're not totally used to having people swiping at the ball constantly like mm-hmm. a receiver or like a running back. And so where do you do that medium? I mean, you ha- the only way to work at it is for people to try to swat the ball and rip the ball away from them. I mean, that has to happen yes. in practice. But it's not like you really want to have your quarterback being, like, beat on in practice. So what do you do? You know, it's a, it's a, it's a funny situation that the Saints have here because – we know he's not going to just be standing in the pocket. Like, the person who leads the NFL in fumbles is Derek Carr. I mean, he's a pocket passer. You know, we know Taysom. And Derek Carr obviously had far more snaps than Taysom Hill. So, if you do on average per snap, I mean, Taysom Hill's average is probably through the roof, probably leads the NFL by mm-hmm. a long, long shot. Uh, but still, uh, what do you do? How do you do it? I think that's something that, uh, is maybe more delicate uh, with a quarterback. You don't want to beat on him in practice. One thing I did like from yesterday, again, the balance on offense, 37 passes, 36 runs. One thing that surprised me was Latavius Murray only getting five carries. Yeah, that kind of surprised me too. Uh, but, you know, that's the way it's been. Uh, last year uh, where when Latavius Murray got hot and then they kind of pulled the plug on him. It's, it's really strange. I think maybe that Sean Payton figured Alvin Kamara could be more effective against someone like Atlanta, uh, maybe a little bit more than Latavius Murray. And also when you are playing the Falcons, you're throwing the football way more because their mm-hmm. pass defense is no good. So I think it's more part of a game plan to attack an Atlanta deficiency rather than, well, we're just not going to use Latavius Murray as much. Uh, because, look, Taysom Hill threw the ball far more times this time than he did against the Falcons. Yes. And he played far more snaps against the Falcons than he did this time against the Falcons. So I think it's more game plan. Uh, you know, it's like, well, if Latavius Murray gets a ton of snaps, then Alvin Kamara is not involved in the passing game as much. But guess what? Alvin Kamara was more involved, obviously was effective. So, hey, there's only one ball to go around, Eric. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I get it. You know what? This why it surprised me was because of Deion Jones, and Deion Jones is the one player in the NFL that really matches up well against Kamara. When you talk about speed, you really can't do the a lot of stuff. The wide to the field, the screens, he's there. I mean, he's like a heat-seeking missile. And I thought they'd use Murray more, but again, you know, Kamara got that big 37-yard run, and then of course a lot of the rest of the runs, you know, we just, you know, you just had to kind of churn them out. They were four physical runs. Uh, but with that said, you know, again, when, when with 
Jones on the field, I expected to see more out of Murray, uh, but it was the opposite. And look, it worked. I mean, again, Kamara had a nice game. You know, he had 18, 88 yards on 50 on, on 15 carries. You know, he caught, he caught the ball as well. You know, for, for for the Saints as well. So, you know, you got to like what you saw out of um, uh, out of Kamara, even again having to go up against Deion Jones. Well, also look at him. Taysom ran the ball more uh, this game than he did the previous game against the Falcons. More designed runs. Uh, right, so. sure. And then you can't forget Atlanta's arguably – you talk about Deion Jones. I mean, he's someone who's hard to run against. But uh, their other linebacker is very good. And Grady Jarrett's one of the better defensive linemen in the NFL. So no I doubt. think that's and, – and like I said, the pass defense, that is the major deficiency – Atlanta. I mean, it's indisputable. They're 31st in the NFL. So mm-hmm. I'm sure Sean figured, let's try to throw on these guys. And again, if Peyton, uh, if Taysom can't throw on the Falcons, who can he throw on? So the fact that he got even better against the Falcons this time, I think that's more of a positive than maybe the, any of these other things. Is it my imagination or is Marcus Williams getting better? He seems to be much more physical. He seems to be in in the plays. Now again, there were some th- something that you scratch your heads on, but for the most part, he seems to be getting better. Is is that my imagination, or are you seeing the same thing? I would agree with you. Uh, last year, we were harping a lot on his missed tackles. He's definitely uh, cut down on those. He's reading the plays better. I think it's just having a better sense of within the defense. I mean, I feel like it's overall. You're seeing that, but you're seeing Marcus Williams where he needs to be. I mean, uh, that breakup, uh, pass breakup deep, it was like, wow. You saw him coming. Yep. I thought he was going to be able to intercept it. He was in such good position. I mean, just out of reach, but very good play. And uh, it's, it's one of the reasons why the Saints uh, want to try to stick by with him because they, they know he's capable of that. We're probably seeing some of his best football that we've seen. Uh, maybe since his rookie year, uh, and so look, I, I think a defense as a whole. I think it's, I think it's also really helped to have someone back there, like Malcolm Jenkins in the room, who's got a really good understanding now of the defense, putting the people in the right places, and you can trust the corners that they have. I mean, we're seeing C.J. Gardner Johnson get better. Uh, like when Janoris Jenkins and P. Rob are out there, they've played well. Uh, you know, Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe like 80%, 85% of, of the pro baller. Uh, you know, sometimes he, he's have, had some hiccups, but overall he's been good. So I think that's helped Marcus Williams mm-hmm. kind of develop, and they're all kind of feeding off each other. Uh, but, you know, I, I think this is uh, – uh, I think Marcus Williams is making himself some money, uh, you know, yep. because he's, he's, go, he's going to the end of his contract. And so it's definitely something that – uh, you know, it's just one more piece where you're saying, all right, this team's getting better. This team is getting better uh, uh, heading into the month of December. Yep, no doubt. Let's. Um, let, I want to talk about Breeze for a second, then I want to get to LSU before we, before we finish up. Do you anticipate him coming back this week, or are them holding him out to Kansas City? I don't anticipate him coming back this week. And when he got hurt, look, it's, I think it was something to where Ribs are ribs. I mean, you can't rehab ribs to make them heal. Uh, so if, if he's still not able to physically move, I, I think that's part of it. You know, uh, Mike Neighbors from CST, he has a weekly uh, interview with him, and he says, look, he's hopeful, but, but he still has landmarks he has to hit. And so uh, I would suspect he would come back for the Kansas City game. 
But I preface that in saying I thought he would sit out through the bye last year with the right thumb injury, and he came back a week earlier. They won against Arizona. So Drew Brees is always looking to push the limit as far as the timeline. But, you know, I think the Saints – uh, and Drew, I think Drew knows he needs to be smart about this mm-hmm. because one hit, and he's on, you know, he's banged up again. So I think he knows he needs to be smart about this. And it's not just the thumb; it's uh, an entire torso. Like he needs sure. to heal up. And the Saints are winning. You know, the three and zero with Taysom Hill mm-hmm. as quarterback, just like last year, five and zero with Teddy Bridgewater as the starter. So uh, I would not anticipate him coming back this week. My timetable is more looking at uh, the Kansas City game. Yeah, I would agree. All right, I got about four minutes left. I got to ask you about LSU. You're a graduate. You watch this this team very, very closely. Uh, a, a loss of historic proportions to Alabama. It, it has been obviously historic uh, in, in terms of again uh, being a national champion and having the type of season they've had. Uh, I anticipate some changes in the off season. Not to coach Ogeron because he's coming off a championship season, but some some staff changes. What are your what's your anticipation? for this Tiger team in the offseason? Well, I covered the game Saturday night, and I thought it was going to be awful going in, and to see it be awful, uh, it really it's still just a shock to the system because LSU should never look awful like that against anyone. And they've looked awful multiple times this year. I mean, they lose by, what, 37 to Auburn. They lost to Alabama by, my math's right, 38. So uh, this can't happen. And, uh, look, I got a column coming out tomorrow. I'm I'm not going to give the whole thing away. But, basically, I don't think anyone in the SEC fears them right now. That used to never be the case. I'm talking about anyone, period. Yes. And LSU needs to prove that they are to be feared. And I'm not just talking about this year. I mean, this is going to be egg on their face to the program, to everyone involved, the players, the coaches for sure, of course, the administration, everyone involved. And now you can't just assume LSU is going to go out and beat someone. I, I'm to the point where I need to see it to believe it uh, because, LSU, you, know, you know, you always talk about LSU's number twos should mm-hmm. beat up on someone's number ones. But LSU's sure. number twos aren't beating up on anyone. And until that changes, the perception to me has changed because this is only going to get worse. I mean, Kyle Trask and Florida, they're going to be looking for revenge. They're probably going to beat them bad. And you know Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss, even though Lane Kiffin and Ed Ogeron are buddies, Mm -hmm. uh, Ole Miss and Ed Ogeron aren't buddies, and they're going to look to wipe the floor and try to embarrass them too. The fact that I can bring up that either one of those schools can embarrass LSU is an embarrassment in and of itself for the program. And uh, changes have to be made. And here's the thing, too. This is a, a really hard economic climate to eat more contracts. Like, how do you yes. handle this? And so this is just really just kind of a hornet's nest of, of issues that uh, LSU has really unexpectedly fallen so deep into this uh, in, in their reigning championship season. Uh, quick, quick, one-word answer. Is the honeymoon over? No, not yet, but it's getting close. Right. In my opinion, it is. In my opinion, again, if he comes out and has another year like this last, next year or even close, he's done. Uh, you can't live oh, off the national like championship. This? Yes. Uh, yes. You, if it's a losing season next year, he's done. Yes. Your excuses are gone if you tank 
next year. Then in that in that sense, yes. In that sense, yes. Yep. No doubt. Larry, as always, thanks for the uh, time. Let the folks know how they can follow you on social media and uh, how they can subscribe to The Athletic. Of course, at Larry Holder on social media, at The Athletic NOLA for all of our local work at The Athletic, theathletic.com slash New Orleans. Again, buy one subscription, get another one from free to gift to someone else. So go check it out, theathletic.com slash New Orleans. Thanks, brother. Appreciate the time. All righty. Thank you. That's Larry Holder. I'm Eric Asher. Be right back. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just says, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Asher. Once again, talking about my good friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Have you heard these honeydew complaints? Honey, did you fix the A.C.? Honey, the house is hot again. Honey, the A.C. bill is more than our mortgage. It's time to turn those honeydews into honeyduns. When it comes to replacing your A.C. system, I recommend Burkhardt. For over 30 years, Burkhardt has provided quality, affordable air conditioning replacement systems. Ask about special financing as low as $149 a month. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com for more information. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Avenue. And now a game of Commercial Chicken, brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long Flo can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. So, um, have you noticed how everyone's grammar is completely awful now? Like, you know, the texting and the LOLs. <laughs> Whatever happened to punctuation? I mean, drivers who switch to Progressive could save big. Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 
2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine, topped with cheddar cheese, then smothered in a spicy crawfish and mushroom cream sauce. And that's just the fries. Only at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine peeled tail-on Gulf barbecue shrimp, swimming in butter, garlic, rosemary, and Cajun spices. Only at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the show. Remember, the podcast will be available on Apple, Anchor, Spotify, iHeart, uh, Google, you name it, major platform. It'll be up there uh, at some point this evening. I want to thank Larry Holder for joining us for the program, as always, each and every Monday. Also want to thank our fantastic sponsors, sponsor this program. Please get out there, support those sponsors, especially those restaurant partners who, again, are really hurting right now. Uh, please get out there and support them all. Uh, again, you can go to ericasher.com for a slideshow the sponsor sponsor our program. Certainly appreciate uh, those sponsors and appreciate you over the last 18 years supporting those fantastic sponsors. Thanks again to Rudy back at studio for producing. Coming up next, it's All Access with uh, Ken Trahan, his guest, Mike Triplett of ESPN, the birthday boy, Tommy Chrysan, talking LSU, Frank Monica of St. Charles Catholic on the semi- semifinal playoff showdown uh, against Notre Dame this weekend. I'm Eric Asher. Thanks so much for listening. See you tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog catch of the governor, they all got to go. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans.